0: How's it going, my fellow Americans? Andrew for America here. Hope you had a great Independence Day, 4th of July weekend or midweek or whatever you want to call it. Um, This is episode 150 of the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Take it to the bank. And for those of you that know, my birthday just so happens to be over July 4th weekend weekend every year, and so this is a a time of celebration for me here on the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I hope you guys enjoy the show today, and of course, my birthday is on Independence Day weekend, because... another brand new episode of the politics and punk rock podcast
1: 13
2: the freaking interdimensional invaders okay i'll just say it make fun of me all you want on cnn or wherever but everyone already innately knows this these people are not freaking human
0: All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am Andrew for America. Lead singer of famed punk rock band The Dead Kennedys, Jello Biafra, once said, Don't hate the media. Become the media. And my fellow Americans, that's what I've been trying to do here on this podcast since episode one. And today that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump around to a lot of different clips and news stories that I've been seeing and reading and thinking about. And um, haven't really been talking about yet because... I've been airing some shows, uh, interview shows that I've been doing while I was on vacation, taking a little break from recording new episodes. So today, uh, I'm going to get back to recording new episodes. This is the first new one I've done in a little while, so I hope you guys enjoy the show. Um, I want to start today with a clip that I saw on Fox News, um, Maria, I'm going to call her Maria B, because I can never pronounce her last name. But she had on K.T. McFarland, who is a former national security advisor. Um, And this interview, the the entire interview was very interesting to me because it seems like mainstream media news now is talking about concepts and topics that not so long ago would have been considered conspiratorial uh, nonsense. You know, the fact checkers would have came after you for um, posting about this or talking about it on social media. And it just strikes me as interesting how slowly but surely over time you start seeing real news uh, begin with alternative media and then slowly seeps its way into mainstream media uh, talking points. And that's by design, people. That is not an accident. And I really hope a lot of you people are capable of seeing these things occur in your environment. Pay attention to what people are saying about a certain topic. And then keep paying attention to when you hear people talking about that same topic as time marches on. So that you can discern. Discern. And you can discover for yourself if they're still taking the same position or has their position changed. And they, they're they probably just going to start talking about the topic from the perspective of their new position, but they're not, you're never going to be told how they arrived there. Maybe it was by their own thinking and contemplation. Maybe it was because the narrative had changed because they saw dollar signs, uh, in the uh, possible future with the ratings and getting the eyeballs on their specific news channel, whatever, whatever it is. The point is, is to be diligent and vigilant about your, you know, about how much time you give to listening to people talk about the same thing. Let's just say you're talking about, or, uh, let's just say that you're listening rather to somebody say, oh, I really think uh, abortion is bad, or I really think uh, student loan forgiveness is bad, whatever it is, right? And then four or five months down the road, you you see the same person on a new show and you go, oh, what the hell? Because now they're saying, oh, abortion is is good, and um, student loan forgiveness is good, or I'm just using random arbitrary topics, issues. But the point is, is that most Casual observers of mainstream media news aren't thinking or looking at it deeply enough to see when these flip-flopping pieces of shit change their attitude, change their position, don't tell you why. That's your job to discover when it happens. It's your job to pay attention, my fellow Americans. Okay? So I'm not going to play this entire interview, but listen to this clip. Uh, And, you know, ask yourself, do you really think Biden was elected president? Because if you listen to crazy pants, Roseanne Barr's recent comments, she claims that there was no election interference. That 30, whatever, 33, 36, whatever she was saying, counties um, have X amount of people in it. And that could have accounted for the 81 million votes that he got. A lot of people make the argument that people voted for Biden because they were voting against Trump, and that can explain why Joe Biden received the most amount of votes in American history. (laughs) I still find that to be very far-fetched, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, Um, but listen to KT McFarland here flat out say that she expects she expects cia fbi nsa intelligence community involvement in trying to rig this election because they don't like trump and they don't like any of the republican candidates and it's the left-wing liberal media so most uh stations are going to be pushing rfk maybe or biden or whatever other democrat decides to run I, i mean it's going to be hilarious watching this. Uh, so many people are, are on RFK's side. Even I know Republicans. I know uh, right-wing people that are like, oh, RFK, man, RFK. And I'm like, oh, yeah, do you know his stance on gun, assault guns and assault weapons ban? Do you know his stance on this? Do you know his stance on that? Oh, you hear him railing against Agenda 201 and the pandemic and the vaccine. And that's great. That's all good and well. That's probably going to get a lot of people on his side. But You have to look deeper. You have to look further into these people's platforms to fully understand what their real agenda is. Okay, so with that being said, let's go back to uh, this clip that I've been talking about playing now. Here we go, take a listen to this.
3: Well, we'll see about that. You're right, there are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24?
4: Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere wow. in 2024. We're not sure how, but they will absolutely interfere not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they're, they were talking to their own people, and the whistleblowers have brought this up, that they were told, don't put anything on paper, just tell us orally. They right. knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they yeah. were going to be liable for prosecution.
3: Yeah, it's it's too bad. I wish the media were more curious about all of this. Unfortunately, the media takes the narrative of the Democrat Party and runs with it and then tries to cancel anybody who's not on board.
4: Well, they're in the same position. They, they can't possibly admit they were wrong because that sort of cuts under it. It just undercuts their whole reason for being. So they're going to continue to have the fake narrative and they're going to continue to cover up and pretend that nothing bad went on. I mean, they're all in it together. This is what the terrible thing is. These people are selling the country. Sh- they're just selling us out. Not only to yeah. foreign leaders, but they're they're interfering in our elections, they're tearing up the constitution. Why? Because they want to protect their jobs. They want to protect their ratings. It just it terrible. just is I never thought I would be this upset about how anybody in the government was performing, but this is just a gut punch to the American people.
0: It, it- and I agree. I agree that it's going to be a gut punch or that it is a gut punch to the American people, but not all American people. It's only a gut punch to people that pay attention and know what the F is going on. All the rest of you just blow where the wind blows you. You just show up wherever the passing fad tells you to go. You're a brainwashed lemming, you're a sheep. You do not have control of your own mind. Therefore, you do not have control of your own thoughts, feelings, beliefs, ideas, and most important, behavior. You don't have control of your own behavior if you don't have control of your own mind. So, I don't care how you feel about whether or whether or not the last election was rigged to get Biden in there and to get Trump out of there. I don't care. The point is is here comes a new election. Here comes a new set of faces and names. But the same old story is going to unfold like it always has unfolded. So do yourself a favor for you for me, for all of us, and start fucking paying attention to what these people are saying. Because it matters. Whether you like these people or not is irrelevant. You must pay attention. If you want to live in a free society where you have the responsibility Of actively participating in your society, in your community, in your neighborhood. Don't lock yourself behind a door and hope all the bad goes away. That's only going to make the bad show up on your doorstep quicker. And possibly in the form of Blue Hat United Nations Military Force Jackboots. Is that what you want? Would you rather take the responsibility of learning and knowing and understanding? Or would you rather be a coward, chicken shit, spineless, gutless coward? And just close your eyes and hope all the bad goes away. You really think that's going to make a difference? You really think that's going to help your situation? Let's move on. Uh, I can't find the news story right now. Maybe I'll find it here in a second. But my Scandinavian friends in Sweden, uh, the Swedish government recently said that they are going to start implementing microchips under the skin that will have your bank account information, your tickets to shows, your tickets to. Uh, to ride the train, your keys, whatever, your, you know, your smart locks, uh, all that kind of stuff. People are embracing it. They don't even see the long-term fear of what this is going to be the beginning of. And I've been saying it forever, people, you know, letting them implant microchips under your skin is step one. In what is going to become a very long process of man merging with machine. The artificial intelligence that's already showing signs of big, big, big problems for the human race already. And that's what they want to do. They want to slowly but surely get that tech in your body. And slowly but surely that artificial intelligence or that surveillance or that whatever you know, the mark of the beast, as they say, the beginning of the end of freedom and liberty and sovereignty. Is that what you want? And I just saw a video the other day of this guy um, from back in the day. Let me try to find this. Uh, it was a gentleman that said back in the 19... 19- 60s, I believe that he foresaw in the future man merging with machine. Here we go. Take a listen.
5: Inhabitants of that future world won't be men or monkeys. They'll be machines, the remote descendants of today's computers. Now, the present day electronic brains are complete morons, but this will not be true in another generation. They will start to think... And eventually they will completely outthink their makers. Is this depressing? I don't see why it should be. We superseded the Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal men and we presume we're an improvement. I think we should regard it as a privilege to be stepping stones to higher things. I suspect that organic or biological evolution has about come to its end and we are now at the beginning of inorganic or mechanical evolution, which will be thousands of times swifter.
0: It's a a privilege, he says, to be regarded as a stepping stone to higher things. Sounds a lot like Yuval Noah Harari, don't you think? And maybe, you know what, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's right. Maybe these guys are right. Maybe this next iteration of human being, homo sapien, whatever, is going to be an improvement, an evolutionary um, occurrence that is going to be positive, maybe. That gentleman speaking, uh, his name's Arthur Sir, Arthur Charles Clark, a futurist, writer, inventor, science fiction writer to be exact. uh, That co-wrote the screenplay for the 1968 film 2001, A Space Odyssey, widely regarded as one of the most influential films of all time. Influential is the key word there. So, people, there it is. Factorum. They were talking about this shit in the 60s. And if you've been listening to my show, you know they've been talking about it for a lot longer than that. But this is facts. This is proof. This is evidence that proves the claim that a group of people want us to merge with machines that will one day be smarter than their creators. Okay? Not conspiracy theory. Get it through your heads. It's not fake news. It's not false misinformation, disinformation, etc. Facts. This is factual evidence. That's what matters if you're trying to discover truth. Okay, here we go. Here's that story. Mark of the beast, question mark, thousands of Swedes become microchipped. The biochip facilitates financial transactions and other functions, but it has scary ethical implications. Helsingborg, Sweden, July 17, 2019. From LifeSite News, thousands of people in Sweden are consenting to having microchips placed under their skin to aid them in financial transactions, traveling on the train, and opening locks and doors. Sweden's Biohacks International has patented a microchip that can be injected into a human hand and used to carry out financial transactions, unlock doors, access information, yada, yada. Johan Osterlin, 38, began his company in 2013, and according to Fortune magazine, Biohacks has now inserted microchips into 4,000 people in Sweden and others from across Europe. Okay, now, before I continue, remember I just got done telling you to pay attention to the people that are saying these things, these talking heads on these news shows that are talking about topics and concepts and issues of the day, right? Don't you think this 4,000... Microchipped people in Sweden is a pretty good group to pay attention to. To watch and see the positive and negative outcomes of being literally microchipped. Trading in your name for a number. Think the Jews in the German concentration camps and if you're roseanne barr allegedly (laughs) boy if they don't cancel the fuck out of her forever for what she said on that show with uh uh what's his name comedian guy from the south i forget his name theo theo von um if you guys haven't seen that go go take a listen and a watch to that, to what she said about the Jews in, in Germany during World War Two. I mean, boy, <laughs> I'm not even going to scratch the surface of that story on this show. I'm not even going to get into it. I'd probably be canceled, axed immediately. Um, I think Holocaust denial is the phrase that pays there. But anyway, I digress. Osterlin told Fortune. That he believes millions more will want to be injected with this chip. Sweden is already almost cashless. And Swedes trust their government too much to think it would use technology against them. And people, that is the Second Amendment argument in its entirety. Right there. Same fucking concepts. How much power and control? Do you want some external entity, some other, to be able to have over you and your free will and your ability to make your own decisions for yourself? If you value those things, you better start paying attention to what is happening in the world that you and I live in together. We're all on the same sinking ship, people. We're all on the fucking Titanic together. So you can't run and hide anymore. You better grow a sack and start paying attention. It is a cultural thing, the entrepreneur told Fortune magazine. We have a faster adoption rate of new technology in Sweden, and there's probably a higher level of trust in our government than in many other countries. I wonder what that feels like. I really wonder what trust in my government feels like, because I've never felt it in my life. Maybe briefly in school, when I was being indoctrinated into Americanism, I suppose. But then you wake up when you grow up and you realize that all that shit was fucking nonsense and all you got to do is look at how other cultures operate to see the patterns of behavior and uh, the bells and whistles and gears that are turning that make that status quo happen your environment isn't a product of chance occurrence my fellow Americans You better start getting that through your heads. Your environment, your culture is a product of social engineering from the tippy top of the pyramid that controls everything. Don't get it twisted. That is objective truth, whether you like it or not. And you can quote me on that. Because as time marches on, all the bullshit that's been coming out of my mouth since episode one here on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast, slowly but surely, eventually over time, has proven to be either partially true or absolutely, totally, and completely true. And I don't like that. That doesn't make my ego stroked. Does it make me feel better about myself being right all the time about a lot of this shit? Does it make me feel good? I don't like being right. I really wish I was wrong. And in, in fact, sometimes I have wept because I wished I was wrong. And it just turns out that a lot of the time, I'm not. And that doesn't bode well for we my fellow Americans. And this story goes on to talk about uh, how the chip can carry your train tickets, your concert tickets. Uh, Nordic wellness gyms are equipped with recognizable biochips for uh, pass cards, keys, passwords to personal information, yada, yada. And that just scares me. I mean, with hacking going on and all that, They're just going to get your information, your privacy is going away. You better start being a little bit more concerned about what you do with your cell phone, with your smartphone, the videos and pictures you take, the things that you search for. I'd be careful because you're probably, your behavior is probably being logged by AI and they're creating a file on you that they're going to use to line item control your mind through frequency bands and all the 5G towers. I sound like a nut job, don't I? Well, guess what? You watch. (laughs) You watch. Maybe not in my lifetime, but mark my words. Pay attention to what I am telling you today on this podcast. And then you be the judge in the future if I was right or wrong. And if I change my opinion on a topic... I'm going to do the opposite of what the mainstream media news does and what people in the big club and the talking heads and the people that make money off of uh, feeding you these bullshit narratives. I'm going to do what they will never do. I will explain to you with rationale why I changed my opinion on something so that you can see the thought process, so that you can see the timeline, so that you can... Reason for yourself using the most amount of evidence and information you possibly can to make an educated decision. That's what freedom requires. That's what liberty and sovereignty require active, engaged participants. I'm sorry. You're going to have to find courage if you want to improve your personal lot in life. I really, really feel very, very strongly about this, people. The development of yourself, the story you tell yourself about why you can or can't do something, it's all in your mind and the people that control your mind clearly know that and have been using that since long, long, long before you appeared in physical form in this realm, in that bone and skin suit you call your body. Edwin Black, investigative journalist and author of War Against the Weak, Eugenics, and America's Campaign to Create a Master Race, told LifeSite News that the new technology could spell the end of personal freedom for entire populations. I wish I was wrong about this stuff, people. But there it is. Snuck into one of the last lines of this news story. The bigger picture. I mean, listen to that. Edwin Black, investigative journalist and author of... Listen to this title of this book. War Against the Weak. Weak. Pathetic. No morals, principles, values, useless, eaters, if you will. Eugenics and America's campaign to create a master race. Could that be hmm, the secret destiny of America, Manly P. Hall? Could that be why we brought Operation Paperclip, the Nazi propagandists, over to the United States gave them jobs gave them safe haven to continue and, and and gave them the tools and resources to continue their work people are you picking up what I'm putting down this means that human behavior can be listen up trackable and controllable by the injector of a needle into your arm maybe it's a vaccine maybe it's a microchip maybe the two are going to start working together somehow frequencies, graphene oxide and microchips under your skin could be Step one. You know what I'm saying? And I do the voice because I'm trying to bring dramatic effect to these topics. And I am trying to frighten you a little bit. I'm trying to emphasize the importance of understanding these concepts and ideas. For all of us. We all need it. I need it. I'm the one doing the show, and I'm still learning every day. I still listen to other people, other podcasters, other politicians, talking heads, uh, heads of business, heads of state, whatever, the aristocrats, the World Economic Forum, yada yada, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I still have to pay attention and listen, just like you do. It's our responsibility as free, sovereign people. And if you absolve yourself by your own choice, by your own free will, of that responsibility, then I'm here to tell you, you are in a group of people that the big club views as, quote-unquote, useless eaters. And sometimes, just sometimes, I casually agree. Not that we need to create a master race. Oh, no, 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 That is the opposite of what I think, feel, and believe. I don't, I don't believe that it's possible to create a quote-unquote master race. It's fucked up. Every make and model of human being brings something to the table. And think about it. If they made a master race a world population where race and culture goes away and we all join together in one race and one culture. That's the goal. Maybe, maybe that'll eliminate uh, cultural national boundaries and, and war and differences and blah, blah, blah. But what does that mean from the bigger picture? It means that someone's in charge of everything people. <laughs> that's what a lot of you miss in your quest to make the world better. You are guaranteeing that you are making it worse. And that is what Thomas Sowell said when he was talking to uh, Miss Piven, author of the Cloward Piven Strategy, in that clip I played in Reality Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics, Part 8, TikTok, TikTok. He destroys her entire argument. He says Universal. Uh, equality is a straw man. And they're like, Oh, you see, this is his argument all the time. And he doesn't believe it's possible. And he's like, no, it is possible, but it's only possible by reducing freedom and liberty and sovereignty for everybody. <laughs> People. It's a straight line. You can see the fringes very easily. If you start paying attention to this stuff, and then you can really make good voting decisions after, you know, this stuff, if, if I mean, in my humble opinion, I guess. At least you have a bigger knowledge base to draw from rather than what fucking CNN and Fox are telling you about these people and these candidates, these actors. Oh, boy. Black, uh, Edwin Black, investigative journalist, mentioned China, whom he called a pioneer of the eugenics of our time and its social credit system, which already controls the behavior and movements of all Chinese citizens, okay? dot. I'm sorry, LifeSiteNews.com slash news slash Mark of the Beast. If you want to read this article for yourself, let's move on.
6: They released hundreds of millions of GMO mosquitoes in the last couple of years, in Texas and Florida, apparently to try to lower and control the mosquito population. Where did they do this? In Florida and Texas. Fact. The media is now reporting that the first cases of malaria in decades are being reported in Florida and Texas. I'm not saying causation equals correlation. I'm not saying that this means anything. I'm sure everything that our government and GMO mosquito groups are doing is safe and effective, of course. (laughs) But it is fascinating to see these two news stories. And if you look further, the same foundation and the same guy that funded the GMO mosquitoes is also funding multiple ways to counter malaria. I'm not Mm. saying anything nefarious is at play, but there's a chance they censor this video for simply reporting on this type of information. Check the links in my box.
0: Okay, people, that was Anomaly, Uh, Dream Rare on Instagram telling you that they are releasing GMO mosquitoes into the environment of Florida and Texas or they have been doing this and in order to combat whatever they said bullshit and then consequently it just so happens that there's a rise in malaria in those same two states (laughs) I mean people that's some that's some Bill Gates shit right there and that's that was some conspiratorial shit two years ago right Guess what? Now it's a survey says fact. It's a fact. It's not a theory. It's not a conspiracy. It is a part of objective truth, observable objective reality. GMO mosquitoes and malaria simultaneously occurring in Florida and Texas. Give me a fucking break if you can't see the clear connection. And by the way, I did a little digging and I found out Bill Gates is behind funding some of this mosquito research. So guess what, people? (laughs) Here is yet another topic, another issue of the day that I was fucking right about, people. Okay? I'm sorry. Keep listening to my show. I'm telling you, I'm not making this shit up. And and then this one, man, this one just fucking pisses me off. And this one gets under my skin, (laughs) pun intended. Cloud seeding is a fact of life. Weather manipulation and modification is a fact, an observable, objective reality of this world Just ask anybody that lives in Dubai and probably other areas of the Middle East soon. Fact, weather modification. I told you the story about the guy that made it rain, the rainmaker from San Diego, filled Lake Morena and however many days because he put certain chemicals into the environment and they canceled the, the news story and they probably killed the guy. I don't remember how it ended, but you get my point. I don't know if they killed the guy. I'm not sure about that. But it's not off the table for these people. You know that. Um. So I so I came across this video of this guy saying that I work at a cloud factory, quote unquote, in Chicago. That makes clouds. Okay? Take a listen. It's a fa- hey, I
1: don't know if y'all know this. But I actually work in a cloud factory. We create clouds and make rain for the city of Chicago. The government, the government doesn't want you to notice. We control the climate.
0: We control the climate. He says, "We control the climate." So, I had that thing saved, that little clip, video clip saved, and there was some extra stuff on there that other people added that I thought was really cool. There was this wo- uh, woman that posted this video of. Uh, the clouds seeding in her community, she was uh, showing her phone up to the sky and it literally looked like a grid uh, of clouds were literally, you know, painted over the sky. I mean, there's no way that, it's nat- that this is a natural occurrence. You, people that talk about chemtrails make the exact same argument. It's not man, I mean, it's not natural. It's man-made. These clouds aren't natural. They are man-made. So think about that. If that's already a fact of your reality, people, my fellow Americans, then do you really think it's too far off the table to think that the people in charge of the climate change and health and pharmaceutical cartel industry are trying to tax and change the world And remake it in their own image. You really think it's off the table? For them to be able to. And I know this sounds like a big science fiction possibility. But just, you know what people? Mark my words. Okay? You can hold this, what I'm about to theorize against me. Until the end of time if you want to. I don't give a shit. But I theorize. Here's a conspiracy theory. That the people that are telling you that the climate is changing because of um, manufacturing, business, industry, which maybe there is a little bit of a dent being made. I'm not saying that it has nothing to do with the situation at all. But you don't think that these crooked crooks, these criminals at the top of the pyramid, you think it's not... Uh, Do you think it's really too much for them to control the weather and hence control what they're saying is going on? You need to do X, Y, and Z because climate change. Oh, by the way, behind the scenes, we're the ones changing and controlling the climate. (laughs) It sounds like weather usury to me. It sounds like the Federal Reserve Bank and fiat currency. It's fake. It's manipulated, created, designed to function in the way that it does. It's not a chance occurrence. It's not the whim of the market and market behavior and human behavior. It is engineered, my fellow Americans. I'm going to take a break. And when I get back, more news, rants, and thoughts from yours truly, Andrew for America. I'll be right back.
6: like 150 milligram edible and uh i'm feeling fucking zooted honestly i'm i'm feeling on the neck on the top floor right now I'm about to design, like, 30 new fucking space cars and get us some Mars. (laughs) I'm feeling fucking zooted right now.
0: I'm feeling, like, on the top floor. (laughs) Yeah, fuck, you know, edibles are uh, fun. Uh, And soon they will be legal here in the state of Minnesota. I guess they already are. So I guess you can eat edibles whenever you want now and not get in trouble for it. So that's cool. Um... Take a listen to this story. Here's a guy that says he read the entire Trump indictment, and he had some comments on the topic. Take a listen.
6: I read the entire 49-page Trump federal indictment, so you don't have to. The first half of the federal indictment is that Trump had documents here. They were stored in this location that he showed this many people, that he said this during a campaign speech. He's not being charged with any of that. 38 charges total. Of the thousands of documents they found in his house, they found 31 paper documents that they say he shouldn't have kept. Each paper document, it's its own charge. And another seven charges for not returning said piece of paper in different wording. It's 2023 and we're federally indicting a former president, the top political opponent of the current administration, for not returning pieces of paper. Not for scanning them or putting them on a private server. Not for having them on encrypted thumb drives, ready for sale, and they act like they needed them back. They have the copies. It's 2023, and we're going after people for paper. Think about that. For paper.
0: Yeah, bro, they clearly hate the guy. He's as elitist and as rich, allegedly, as it gets, but they do not fucking like this guy. The establishment... Has the media in the Illuminati uh, celebrities in full, um, I don't know what the word I'm trying to find is, in full uh, collaboration. It's a well oiled machine of propaganda, brainwashing, and mind control, mind manipulation, creating an environment for you that normalizes. The fucked up shit that this government has been doing to you, me, all of us since its beginning. Is it the secret destiny of America? That we are on this track that we are on? Someone go uh, read Manly P. Hall and find out for yourself. And again, I'm not a Trump guy. I'm not a Biden guy. I'm not a two-party system guy. I'm not a big government guy. So you can put any politician up in front of me and I'm going to find flaws within seconds. The fact that they're human being by themselves is enough for me to know, think, and believe that. And why is that? Because human beings are fallible, imperfect creatures. Remember when I used to say that all the time back in the first few episodes? Uh, subject to mistake-making more often than not. In fact, mistakes are the rule, not the exception when it comes to human behavior, in my humble opinion, my fellow Americans. Uh, here's uh, Corey Bush of the squad, if you're familiar with the super woke ladies in Congress or in whatever House of Representatives. And this goes back to the whole election being rigged thing. This is basically her her admitting it. If you still think that that narrative is bullshit, if you still spoon feed yourself CNN and MSNBC propaganda, then take it from the horse's mouth. Here we go. We
7: need them to run as the other side, even though they for our side. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. And this is the only way you're going to change the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day. As long as we know we're working for the same goal, when we get enough of us in there, we can wreak havoc for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some yeah. from the inside out. We gotta take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. I still gotta struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Right. Where the f <laughs> dope? Where the duffel bag right. boys? Get you finding like, somebody from your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that <laughs> under their name. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their mm-hmm. yard signs down when they when they sleeping. We ain't got to make a bunch of noise <laughs> about it. We ain't got to go mm-hmm. live about it. Just don't say <laughs> just like when somebody dropped money and you pick it up. You pick that <laughs> up and keep on
0: like. There you go, people. Those are the kind of people that we elect into public office. George Carlin was right. If you have stupid, ignorant citizens, you're going to get stupid, ignorant politicians. And term limits ain't going to do you any good because you're just going to get a new set of stupid, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe the problem isn't with the politicians. Maybe something else sucks around here. Like the public. There's a campaign slogan for you. The public sucks. Fuck hope. (laughs) Uh, Let's move on. Take a listen to this. This is some religious gentleman talking about the big club's plan to make us all global citizens. Not national citizens. Global citizens. Take a listen to this.
2: If you don't understand that, you will not act correctly. You will not cure it and it will conquer your countries. It will conquer all of Europe, and we will have a very, very long sustainable and inclusive future with absolutely no freedom because the goal is to make us into what they call global citizens. Have you heard this term? This term is nonsense. There's no global sovereign, so there is no global citizenship. There's no relationship because there's no ruler, and we don't want a ruler of the globe. It's a nonsense term. But they tell you, if you actually read their literature, what is a global citizen? It's somebody, I kid you not, I make no joke. They say this themselves, it's somebody who supports the 17 sustainable development goals of the United Nations Agenda 2030. That's a global citizen. And they say, what are the rights of a global citizen? This is in a book about global citizenship education published two years ago. What are the rights of a global citizen? And the answer, one paragraph later is, We're not that interested in rights with global citizenship. It's more about global responsibilities. In other words, slavery. Yep. This is a pivotal moment in the history of the Western world. Mm -hmm. The model that they are pushing us toward using the means and mechanisms of that place is the model we see in China. If you want to know what your future looks like, if we don't stop the woke, look at China. Look at the social credit system. Look at the oppression. Look at people disappearing for having the wrong opinions. One of their greatest billionaires, Jack Ma, said the wrong thing about the government and disappeared. A billionaire. If you want to know what the future of Europe and America and the Five Eyes or whatever the countries, it's China. That's the model. So we have to fight back against woke, but to fight back against woke, we have to understand it. And I will close by restating my thesis woke as Marxism evolved to take on the West. And it's been very successful so far because we haven't known our enemy. We cannot name our enemy. And I've come here to name our enemy. So thank you for your time and attention and letting me do that.
0: All right. That was from a show called connecting the dots on the L squared network, whatever that is. Uh, Global citizenship following the tenants, the sustainable development protocols of the big club, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, the Illuminati, and the Italian families that rule us above all of those groups. Oh, it's getting crazy out there, people. It's getting a little nuts. People are going to get more nutty in the future. And uh, for multiple obvious reasons. And then some of them are going to run for office eventually one day and they're going to win. And maybe they ran as a Republican. But deep down, they're woke, Marxist, socialist, communist dictator uh desiring people people that want to take more and more and more control over your personal choices in this life it's already happening people it's already happening let's move on uh here's an awesome clip from russell brand and feel however you want to feel about russell brand um I really like some of his stuff. Some of his stuff is questionable, but this I loved. Uh, Sit down, maybe, before you listen to this. This one's kind of going to be a gut punch, okay? So here we go.
8: The pandemic created at least 40 new big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the (laughs) COVID-19 vaccine. More than two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course Pfizer made $100 billion in profit in 2022. You, the American public, funded the development of that. When it came to the they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. All I'm querying is this. Is if you have an economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, where a military industrial complex benefits from war, where energy companies benefit from energy crises, you are going to generate states of perpetual crisis. Where the interests of ordinary people separate from the interests of the elite
0: separate from the interests of the elite. And I played you a clip in one show previously, can't remember which one it was, when he was on Rogan, kind of talking about the same thing. If you you have these companies and these institutions that benefit from crisis and turmoil and destruction and death, and then they use the propaganda machine, to make you deal with it and mind control you into accepting it as real. Not realizing that you are being bent over and fucked. It's, it's it's the way it is, people. You can run from it all you want, but you cannot hide. The truth will always be there. Simply existing, whether you like it or not. Let's move on. This is, I forget her the question name.
7: question is for you.
0: Oops, sorry. I forget her name. Uh, she is interviewing or asking a question of somebody on the Heritage from the Heritage Foundation, and uh, this video is entitled "The Video That China Does Not Want You to See." And I'll try to get this person's name. I think she might be a Congressperson, um, Representative something, asking these questions. Take a listen.
8: Question is for you, Miss Roth.
0: Roth, Miss Roth.
8: How has the Biden
3: administration enabled our adversaries through these green initiatives, like China and Russia? Uh, China makes most of the components of electric vehicles. They make the batteries. They make the components. They make about seventy or eighty percent of wind turbines and solar panels. So the big question we have before us is this. Is, make, is displacing American energy-intensive manufacturing and sending it to China, does that help the environment at all? Does that help the global climate? Does it help climate change? And I would argue that the answer is no, because what we are doing is giving up American jobs uh, in our, our energy-intensive manufacturing sectors, giving up auto jobs, and these individuals are hurt. Uh, and the Chinese are gaining. The Chinese subsidize labor. They have forced labor from Xinjiang. They subsidize energy. They have these coal-fired power plants that we're not allowed to have here. They subsidize capital with interest, uh, very low interest loans to favored companies. And they are gaining and we are losing and it's not helping the environment. That's the fundamental question before us. Is this harm we are doing to America helping reduce emissions? I would answer that the answer is no.
0: Okay, that's not surprising to me at all. Of course, we need manufacturing jobs back in this country. Of course, we need to strengthen and support and grow the middle class once again. We need uh, a new 50s. We need a new post-World War II era where maybe we could go back to uh, sole breadwinner households. And however that's going to look in the woke era, God help us. (laughs) But uh, that is the ideal situation if you are a fan of freedom and liberty. You want to strengthen the economy. You want to bring jobs back to this country. You want to give people a future, a, a, a path to achieving dreams and goals and aspirations, what we all should want. I would imagine in my humble opinion and all these things we allow get in our way and we just take it and take it and take it and take it and take it. Maybe we deserve it. Those who would trade their liberty for some, a false sense of security deserve neither liberty nor security. Benjamin Franklin, I know you guys know I've said that a million times on the show. All right, let's move on. Okay, now I'm going to play you this. Um, And I hope he doesn't uh, hate me for talking about this. In fact, you know what? I'm not going to say this person's name. But there's a podcaster out there that recently decided to hang it up and... Step away from the podcasting game for a little while, if not ever. Who knows? I don't know. Posted an emotional video about it. I kind of got choked up and scared and kind of curious. I reached out to him and tried to get some answers. And uh, I'll keep that conversation private. But he was going to have this gentleman on his show. And I think it fell through after... He decided to hang it up for whatever reason. And he had planned, he had said that he had planned on having this person on his show before he stopped. And then I believe that the show with this person fell through uh, for one reason or another. But take a listen to a recent video posted by Ice Cube.
1: Homeboy Ice Cube Um, And some of you may not have realized um, That I'm not part of the club Mm. And a lot of you listening to me right here, right now You're not part of the club either Mm -mm. And what I realized with the club is what makes them so mad is when you don't want to be a part of their fucking club. That pisses them off. What club am I talking about? I'm talking about the club of gatekeepers that we all got to deal with. You know who they are and they definitely know who they are. Um A lot of people would be like, what, who, who, who? Come on, man! Stop playing. So, ever since, ever since I put out the contract with Black America, you know they've been fucking with me here and there, this and that. But it's cool, you know. (laughs) I expect that. Um, You know, I've been working with you know on the big three for a long time, and you know how they've been fucking with me with that. I'd have made it, you know, plain, simple, and clear what they've been doing. You know, the NBA been fucking with us. Now, a lot of people might say, like, well, but Q, you want to work with the NBA? Really, I don't give a fuck about working with the NBA. Work with us is to stop working against us. Stop doing that bullshit behind the scenes that we know you're doing. Um, mainstream media. You know, they ain't fucking with us. And that's cool. We can do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We still on the rise without these motherfuckers. So we don't need them. You don't need them. You know, so what am I going to do to deal with these motherfucking gatekeepers? Well, what I'm going to do is go on a. Fuck the gatekeepers podcast tour and. I'm going to go talk to everybody, everybody, you know, and get a chance to get my message out to the people. Um, be able to let people hear from me, you know, and, and, you know, you might agree, you might not, but the, the important thing is, You know, for me to go on these platforms, say what I feel about what I think. And, you know, some people may get pissed off because I'm going to talk to everybody. I'm not playing. And, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy summer. It's going to be fun. Appreciate y'all. Always support the big three. Hopefully, I'm doing stuff that you guys dig. You know, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for people that's bored as fuck in the summer with summer sports and want something cool like the big three. So, here we are. Appreciate you. Much love, much respect from your homeboy, Ice Cube.
0: Okay, so I didn't hear that before I heard about uh, this podcaster was going to have Ice Cube on his show, and then he decided suddenly to stop podcasting. And then after that, he said that the ice cube interview fell through, but he had planned on airing it. So here's my question. Do you believe ice cube? (laughs) Do you think he's bought and paid for by the club that he's claiming to rally against? What's he going to do? Go on everybody's show and scare the shit out of them and tell them that the, the, They're on to them. The big club's on to you, and you should fucking stop podcasting or else they're going to come after you. Or is Ice Cube really one of us, and he's going to come on everybody's show and talk about all the shit that we talk about in the way and with the same information and knowledge base that we truther conspiratorial podcasters do? My first impression is I don't buy it. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. Am I going to ask for Ice Cube to come on my show? I kind of made a comment on it on Facebook and was like, come on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast, dude. I don't know if he's going to reach out to me and I don't really care. I don't think I'm going to have him on. I mean, if he if he contacted me and said he wanted to come on, now I'm scared that he's going to tell me that they're on to me and I'm done. So why would I take the bait? I feel like a lot of podcasters are going to take the bait, so I'm not going to be the first one to have them on. I'm going to wait and watch some of you guys, some of my fellow podcasters, have them on, and I'm going to look at your social media and I'm going to see how it goes. (laughs) I'm not going to be the guinea pig on this one. We might have already seen the guinea pig on this one, and. I don't know for sure. Don't misconstrue my words. I don't know. I guess you could call that a crazy conspiracy theory, right? But I don't know. Do you believe Ice Cube? Let's see who uh, has him on their show. Let's see what they talk about. And then I'll make a judgment call. Then I'll make my final decision (laughs) on how pure the intentions of Mr. Ice Cube really are. You know what I'm saying, my fellow Americans. Remains to be seen. Um. So I'm gonna go back real quick. I've been I've been singing the song "American Jesus" by Bad Religion in my head ever since I started uh, talking about that guy that was saying that the Big Club's plan was to create global citizens. I don't wanna be a global citizen. I love that song. And... I to be a global citizen, nationality. Okay, so that's the song I'm talking about. Clearly, I can't play the entire song. But listening to that guy talk about Global Citizen made me think about this song. So... I'm gonna read the lyrics to this song to you. For those of you that aren't punk rocker OGs like me that know this song verbatim, start to finish, and you've been singing it at Bad Religion shows for the past thirty years, I'm gonna read you the lyrics to this song right now. I mean, Professor Grafton uh, knew what he was talking about. I don't need to be a global citizen because I'm blessed by nationality. I'm a member of a growing populace. We enforce our popularity. There are things that seem to pull us under and there are things that drag us down, but there's a power and a vital presence that's lurking all around. We've got the American Jesus. See him on the interstate. We've got the American Jesus. He helped build the president's estate. I feel sorry for the earth's population because so few live in the USA. At least the foreigners can copy our morality. They can visit, but they cannot stay. Only precious few can garner the prosperity. It makes us walk with renewed confidence. We've got a place to go when we die. And the architect resides right here. We've got the American Jesus bolstering national faith. We've got the American Jesus overwhelming millions every day. He's the farmer's barren fields. We, I'm sorry, the force the army wields. Expressions on the faces of the starving millions. The power of the man. The fuel that drives the clan. He's the motive and the conscience of the murderer. He's the preacher on TV. The false sincerity. The form letter that's written by the big computers. The nuclear bombs. The kids with no moms. And I'm fearful That he's inside me. We've got the American Jesus. See him on the interstate. We've got the American Jesus exercising his authority. Bolstering national faith. Overwhelming millions every day. listen to Bad Religion, people. (laughs) People, it's time to play some punk rock. All right, people. Welcome back to the show. This band hails from San Diego, California. I just got back from a little spur of the moment four-day soul-searching mission, and it was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. San Diego, you are most definitely, absolutely, positively, America's finest city but you got to do something about the homeless people downtown it smells like piss okay this band is a regular here on the politics and punk rock podcast as of late and i had to play ya this song today because they just came out with a brand new single released on epitaph records i believe. And if you guys got on Epitaph, Agent 51, congratulations. Much deserved, ladies and gentlemen. Making their return to the politics and punk rock podcast. Here's Agent 51 with their brand new single, Tear It All Down. People, That was Agent 51 With their brand new single Tear it all down Go check them out Go check out The Great Company Go check out uh, Chris Arms' uh, Solo projects Check these guys out They're awesome Very talented San Diego brothers and punk rock I love the new track guys Thanks for letting me feature You brand new track on the show Today, and people, before I go, I know that the American flag conjures up a lot of emotions for a lot of different people. People from all walks of life, racial backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds, different genders, right? All makes and models of human beings. We all are in this shit together, people. If you don't think that our government is trying to pit us against one another, if you can't clearly see that they're trying to, by design, engineer, on purpose, disrupt the family unit, Make women believe that they need to be boss bitches. They can make their own money. They don't need men, right? Who needs a man anymore? Right, ladies? Well, guess what? (laughs) That's the divide and conquer agenda. The Kim Kardashian religion that a lot of you ladies are worshipping these days. I tell you what, I ain't never seen a boss bitch with a ring on her finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My fellow Americans, ladies, I know. The feminism movement's got your brain all fucked up. The woke movement, the mainstream media, your environment, everything is contributing to you feeling anxious, depressed, not worth enough not good enough. A lot of these red pill, uh, podcaster guys, some of them actually have some good ideas. Some of them are flat out douchebags that don't give a shit about women. They don't want to be nice to you. They don't care about you. And those are the guys that you go run to Uh, ladies. I'm here to tell you, you can have the best of both worlds. You can have a guy that's willing to be that masculine dick face, asshole douchebag, misogynist to you and he can also be a guy that actually is decent has a good heart has his mind and his behavior in the right place is capable of providing you with the life and the resources and the love and the companionship and the community that you could ever desire, that you could ever hope to have in this life So be careful about what your girlfriends are telling you about what guys want and about how to make guys fall in love with you. Because I'm here to tell you, it's probably bullshit. You're getting advice from someone and you're hanging out with people that are just bringing you down, keeping you in this pattern of bullshit behavior and you're just walking around, yeah, yeah, ladies, fuck dudes, I don't need a man. All right, Talk, come talk to me when you're like 38, 39, rounding 40, you're living in a one-bedroom apartment by yourself, probably got a couple pets, no dating suitors on the horizon, you're starting to ask yourself, you're starting to realize, wow, I'm not going to have any children. And you might say to yourself, that's okay That's okay I can live my entire life without children I can live my entire life without a man I can live my entire life Without a family But I'm here to tell you ladies And I'm, I'm telling you this because I love you And I want what's best for you You need men And men need women And regardless of your thoughts on the LGBTQIA+, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, alphabet, people, community, we all need each other, everybody, all of us. Doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter your race, your color, your creed, your sexual orientation, none of that shit matters, people, so don't you think it might be time to question the institutions and the systems of control that are trying to get you to believe that stupid fucking nonsense? The big club has a plan. They want to keep you away from each other. They don't want you having strong families, strong communities, strong Progeny. They don't want that, people. They want you sad, afraid, miserable, anxious, depressed. They don't want you to look inside. They don't want you to be honest with yourself. They don't want you to be intellectually curious. They don't want you asking questions. They don't want you caring about what they are doing behind your back in the dead dark of the night with hoods on making things happen and the more you run from this fact the more you run from this reality that the reason why the woke movement exists the reason why they're trying to tear apart the idea of gender the reason why they're trying to push transgenderism on you, the reason why they don't want you getting married and having families, the reason why they're trying to piss you ladies off and make you think that you don't need men. Fuck men. Fuck the patriarchy. We can do it ourselves. We're somehow going to magically build all the fucking buildings and do the plumbing and do all the carpentry and do the architecture and do all the stuff that men do. But you don't need us, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you don't need us. Yeah, let's just get rid of men. Who needs men? Ladies, you better wake up and smell this shit that you are shoveling. Because it fucking stinks. And so do you. This has been episode 150 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. And ladies, I'm sorry, I might be a bitter man in my old age. Maybe not all of you smell. But your lack of morals, values, principles, your lack of having the ability to admit when you are wrong, the lack of your ability to own and accept your own behavior, none of you can own it. None of you can take responsibility for it. It's all somebody else's fault. I can be a fucking monster to this guy. And I can turn around and play the victim like nothing ever happened. You are the problem with this country in a big, big way, ladies. Not all of you ladies, obviously, the ones that agree with what I'm saying right now, you know, you're agreeing with me because you ain't that lady. You're taking care of your good strong man. You you know what a sense of community is. You know what morals, values, virtue, principle. You you understand all that. You understand what it takes to keep a society together, functioning properly. You know. And as a man, I really hope some of you ladies, you good ladies, you under that understand the way things should be the way things are it's kind of your responsibility to teach these other ladies and I know that's tough for you to do (laughs) but somebody's got to teach them I ain't seen a lot of boss bitches with rings on their fingers there's a reason for that ladies There's there's a reason why guys like me don't even fucking try anymore. Why? What are we going to do? Get married to an American woman that isn't even a tenth of uh, the, the type of a woman that our grandfathers had access to in that era? In that different status quo, that different time? What value do you bring, bring to a man? What value do, do you bring to the table? You can take his kids, you can take his money, you can take his house, you can take all of his belongings, you can take his heart, you can take his pride, you might even be able to take his fucking soul. And if you can do that, if you can break a boy just because you can, like Fiona Apple sang about, then you might be the devil incarnate here on this earth. And you probably stink like shit. (laughs) Uh, Ladies, I love you. Sorry I'm being hard on you, but... You need to hear it. Your behavior is disgusting. Good men do not want you. A good man you shall never have. Because you don't deserve one. Until you find a way to look in the mirror and own your shit. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 150 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast entitled take it to the bank and ladies you can take what i just said to the bank i love you email me if you got something to say if you don't like what i said i get it we'll see you next time